RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt and today is Friday, September 13th, 2019. On today's show, Michael Dorn will not be appearing in Star Trek Picard. Probably. A deepfake video shows what Sir Patrick Stewart might have looked like as Shinzon. And CBS Chief Creative Officer David Nevins wants to build a virtuous ecosystem at Viacom CBS. All this plus the answer to Tuesday's trivia question and your weekend staying in playlist. Coming up next. If there's one thing the internet loves, it's a juicy Star Trek Picard casting rumor. Yesterday's came from Twitter user Alex, who spotted what looked like Michael Dorn's signature on a rap gift from the new series. And naturally, Star Trek fans picked it up and ran with it. Many saw it as a sign that Dorn, and therefore Worf, would be making an appearance in Star Trek Picard. The original tweet appeared on September 8th, and yesterday, Newsweek debunked it. Let's break it down. Alex's original tweet featured a picture of a clapperboard with several signatures on it, which Picard cinematographer Philip Lanyon had posted on Instagram. At the time, Lanyon wrote, That's a wrap. Thank you, Jamie Feltz, for organizing the amazing one-of-a-kind gift, a signed slate from the cast of Picard, including some of the original TNG cast. Alex tweeted in Spanish, but with Twitter's helpful translation, their new caption read, The rest of the signatures could be Issa Briones, Evan Evagora, and Harry Treadaway, but I don't know their signatures. The one in the middle draws my attention. Could it be that of Michael Dorn? For comparison, he also included what looked like a signed image of Dorn appearing in Star Trek Generations. Newsweek picked up the story and got in touch with CBS Television Studios. They clarified in their article yesterday, A representative for Picard producers CBS Television Studios confirmed to Newsweek that Michael Dorn is not appearing in Picard, citing a conversation with the casting team. So it looks like we won't be seeing Worf in Picard. But then again, most Star Trek fans have been around long enough to remember John Harrison, so maybe it's not a closed case just yet. A new deepfake video featuring Sir Patrick Stewart has surfaced, imagining what Star Trek nemesis would have been like had he played both himself and the villain Shinzon. In the film, Romulans use Jean-Luc Picard's DNA to create Shinzon, a clone, with the intention of using him as a spy. Instead, Shinzon leads a group of Remans to overthrow the Romulan Senate and begins a plot to attack Earth and the Federation. A piece from Screen Rant this week highlights a video from YouTube channel Deep Homage, which depicts the scene from Nemesis where Picard meets his younger clone. 
In the film, Shinzon is played by Tom Hardy, but in the deep fake video, Hardy's face is replaced by Stewart's. The result is eerie and not quite accurate, but kind of a fun demonstration of the technology. Screen Rant argues that the scene is more effective. The three-minute video is worth a watch, especially as a refresher, since the events of Nemesis are likely to resurface at some point in Star Trek Picard. Nemesis was Picard's last on-screen appearance, and of course it was in that film that Data gave his life to save his captains. You can view the deepfake video for yourself on YouTube now, and Star Trek Nemesis is available to stream on multiple platforms as well. Getting you set up with your weekend podcast playlist in just a moment, but first, a word from me. Daily Star Trek News is made possible by contributions from listeners like you. From as little as $1 a month, you can help me keep this show running and allow me to concentrate on bringing you the best Star Trek content as it happens. To find out how you can be a part of the Daily Star Trek News family, just head on over to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek News. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek News. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. Looking forward to their upcoming merger, the heads of CBS and Viacom are looking for opportunities to share resources across both companies. Variety reports that during a Q&A at Bank of America Merrill Lynch's Media, Communications and Entertainment Conference, Chief Creative Officer of CBS, David Nevins, used Star Trek as an example of the model they're trying to create. He said, what we're trying to do right now with Star Trek is build that brand. We want it to get younger and more relevant to people. The hope is that sharing resources across the Viacom and CBS properties will create this virtuous ecosystem between all of those platforms. If you're smart about it, you can create a lot of value, Nevin said. In the Q&A, Nevins pointed specifically to the deal between CBS and Nickelodeon for their new animated Star Trek show, which CBS would produce and Nickelodeon would distribute, as an example of this virtuous ecosystem he described. However, he also noted that Viacom CBS is expected to be well-positioned as a producer of third-party content as well. CBS is currently signed up to produce the series Diary of a Female President for Disney+, Plus, for instance. Nevin said, We really believe in serving not only our own ecosystem, but serving people on the outside. There's a lot of demand and a lot of suppliers pulling back. Now it's time to get you set up for the weekend with the latest podcasts from across the Roddenberry Podcast Network. It's the return of the Trek Files this week. In 1967, Dorothy Fontana created the Tellarites for the TOS episode Journey to Babel. Fast forward more than 50 years, and the Tellarites are still a part of Star Trek lore on Discovery. To celebrate this and talk about their snout-nosed origins, Dr. Trek Larry Nemechek welcomes Discovery Tellarite actor Harry Judge. On Shabam this week, it's episode 6, Drying Out. We're finding out why water is the key to survival. In this episode, you'll look at where our water comes from and how important it is to our survival. And 
whether you should drink your own urine. Then on Women at Warp, the crew brings you the last of their STLV coverage with their panel catsuits, miniskirts, and more. Join the hosts, plus special guest Sarah Goldie, for a fun and interactive session where they'll rate some of the most memorable costumes for women in Star Trek. On Mission Log Live this week, John Champion and Ken Ray take a deep dive with model builder, prop maker, and all-around creative force, Max Cervantes. From working behind the scenes to time in front of the camera to touring a torn-up Logan's Run set, Max has a slew of stories to share. But for all his sci-fi love, Trek is at the top. Find out why when Mission Log Live welcomes Max Cervantes to the show. And on Mission Log, Grand Nagus Zek is back, and he is... happy? Something is wrong, something only the beings in the wormhole can fix. Also, young Doc Bashir is up for an award. The Deep Space Nine episode, Profit Motive, is headed into the mission log. And finally, on Priority One, the team are catching you up on the week's biggest news stories and the latest in Star Trek gaming. Head over to podcasts.roddenberry.com for all these shows in one convenient place. And now the answer to this week's Trek Trivia. On Tuesday, I asked you, originally, the Star Trek theme featured a wordless melody line by a female vocalist, a soprano, but what was her name? The answer? The soprano's name was Luli Jean Norman. Norman had a handful of singing roles in films, the most notable one besides Star Trek being the singing voice for Diane Carroll's Clara in Porgy and Bess. Fun fact, Porgy and Bess also featured a young Nichelle Nichols as an uncredited dancer. Oh, and those Gene Roddenberry lyrics for the theme tune? Well, I won't sing them, but I'd be happy to do a dramatic reading, so here goes. Beyond the rim of the starlight, my love is wandering in starflight. I know he'll find in star-clustered reaches... Love, strange love, a star woman teaches. I know his journey ends never. His star trek will go on forever. But tell him, while he wanders his starry sea, remember, remember me. For more Trek trivia, tune in next Tuesday. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm back on Monday with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. I'm Alison Pitt. Have a wonderful weekend and live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com. The Roddenberry Podcast Network.